Welcome to Leadership Unplugged with Sam Yoon, sharing the stories of leaders to inspire the growth of leaders. All right, welcome to the Leadership Podcast. We are here with Kevin Lee. He's an awesome guy, great golfer. Um, but before that, he is an online small group pastor at Saddleback Church. He's been doing that for almost three years. And before that, he was actually an intern at Saddleback Church um, in at Newport Mesa with small groups. And so now he's like overseeing all the online small groups. And I think there's like over 2,000, right, Kevin? Yeah, there's 3,000, a little over 3,000. 3,000 small groups online that Kevin manages. Great to have you here today, Kevin. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. We're going to talk about small groups and how how to do online small groups, especially for churches that are either starting it or maybe they've probably been doing it and things that they can learn from you because you've been doing it for a while. And so my first question is, you've been doing online small groups for almost three years. And has this crisis impacted you or changed anything for you since you're already going online before? Yeah, so um, it's been the, it has impacted me very much in the things that the, uh, the amount of the things that, that I've taken on since co- coronavirus. So the, the things that I was doing, um, it's very much the same, but the amount has gone up crazy. Like, so just to give you an example, we have people who are interested in joining a small group. They fill out a form every weekend. And I would probably get, before COVID, I would probably get about 30 to 40 interests uh, per week. Uh, right after we've gone online with this COVID crisis, I remember one weekend we had like 400 interests in four days. Wow. So, so yeah, so it's very much the same things that I've been doing, uh, but it's the amount of it has increased significantly. Wow. You said from like before COVID was 40, about 40. Now it's like 400. So that's like a hundred times more people want to get into small groups, which is a great thing. Great. Yeah. Okay. So as you are leading, overseeing, helping manage over 3000 small group and their hosts, Obviously, you can't um, do all that by yourself, but what are you seeing and hearing from the small group um, hosts that you oversee, or maybe just other um, churches and what they're doing with their small groups? What are you hearing? Any patterns, any trends, any anything you're seeing? Yeah, so, well, I, I hear both the positives and negatives. Um, before I kind of go into that, because I've been doing online ministry for a while now, um, when I introduced myself as an online pastor to someone, it used to be a, a pretty cool thing, like a unique <laughs> thing. It's not unique anymore because every, I feel like it's everybody. Everybody is an online pastor, but I've I've had the the opportunity to hear from a lot of other churches too. So I think I can incorporate what I've been hearing from them in mm. this answer. So the positives is the ability to be able to to stay connected during this time, right? Mm. Which Huge. Um, we do this at Saddleback Church, this thing called Together Tuesday, where our campuses can uh, meet together through Zoom. And it's just a great time. We had a, a virtual communion uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we've had everyone bring the elements. And I actually prayed at the end and I cried. Mm. So, because like I really felt the connection through 
um, through that technology. So that's the positive. The negative is actually the difficulty of technology. Mm. I think you can see that. Um, I think everybody listening can relate with that. Uh, we have, while we have a lot of people who are kind of getting on board to this new paradigm, new method of communication, uh, we have also some people who are just like, uh, look, like I have nothing to do with technology. I don't want to sign up for anything. I don't want to create an account with Zoom. Mm. So, so we have people who are struggling or having difficult time with technology, but also people who are staying connected through it. So both the positive and negative. Got it. And what about from a small group host perspective? Do you, are you seeing any, like, are they embracing this more or are they struggling with this? Like, what are, what are the, what are you hearing from them? Yeah. So people who have been doing online small groups, um, they have no problem, right? Actually, some of those people have taken on more groups, meaning like they started more groups so that they can open up so that other people can join. Uh, people who have been meeting at homes, uh, just in-person groups, they had to make a sudden change. So they had, you know, it was um, like I talked about the technology for some of them have kind of go, overcame that difficulty, but some of them didn't. So mm. um, I think the, the negatives are there, positives are there, but I think that's that comes with online ministry and sudden transitions. Mm, that's true. So what are some different strategies that you have used at um, Saddleback Church or maybe you've heard from other churches that are effective, that are helpful, that can really be implemented by um, other churches? that are maybe just starting this or trying to figure this out? Yeah. So I think one thing that I always talk about whenever I get a question about this, what's effective for online groups, it's, mm. I think it's actually the small group paradigm that Satterback Church has, which is, I think, in my experiences, it's it's a little different. And you know this, Sam, um, the, anybody can become hosts at Satterback. Yeah. Um, and by that, what we mean is, is um, I've been in churches where the small group ministry grew at the rate of small group leaders, meaning that the leader had to go through all the different trainings. You know, they had to go to new members training. They have to go through discipleship training, leader training. And then it takes like two years to be, actually become a small group leader, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to um, get everyone to do to be a leader. And once a small group is formed, it's hard to put people in there uh, because we, we have way too much um, demand um, as opposed to the number of small groups. But at Satterback, um, we have a paradigm that scales so that if someone wants to host a group, we give them the curriculum, mm. right? So they can just watch the teaching so they don't have to worry about teaching. And we have great teachers like Pastor Rick, Pastor Tom, Pastor Buddy. Uh, and everybody watches the, the video for 20, 25 minutes. And then they just discuss with the questions that, that are already provided for them. Mm. And it, this works really well in like in physical groups, but it also it works really well with online groups because people can just be on a Zoom call. They can share a screen and watch the video. And then they just go into discussion conversation just like you and i are having mm, that's good so that's yeah. a good point the 
the strategy that you have with small groups will determine if this online experience is effective or not. Because at Saddleback Church, the, 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 the methodology for small group uh, strategy is very different than most churches. So for churches that are, that are um, have a higher barrier for them to start a group, whether they have to do leader training, small group host training, before they even get to start a group, like ha- have you seen them struggle with um, online small groups or is there, is it, there's no challenges? Yes, I think the challenge. So I've been a, in a church where the regular attendance was like 10,000 people, which mm-hmm. is a pretty big church, right? And I remember they had a small group that was about 200 and 250. And that already tells me that many people are not part of small groups. Mm. We, we all know that small group is essential for for churches, uh, because it's an effective tool that God uses, I believe, uh, the community, the accountability to grow one's faith. So we, I think ha- just being able to scale that way by uh, not limiting, uh, by having them take all these courses, um, but actually giving them a little bit of training at first, and just giving them a small group curriculum that they can watch together on Zoom or whatever online platform, and then just and a study guide, simple study guide, which is just questions based mm-hmm. on the video. That's good. So I think churches really have to look at their strategy and what they value and what they want, because if their measure of success is I want a lot of groups or a lot of people, then the strategy needs to allow for that versus if they're just happy with what they're doing, that's okay too, right? Because there's no right or wrong or better or worse it's just different strategies and as long as you know what you're trying to go for and what you're aiming for yeah for sure so for listeners that are wanting to start online groups during this time which is super difficult Mm -hmm. um, I would love for them to look into there are a lot of small group resources out there Um, like right now media I think I don't know when this is going to air but North Point is just started to give out their small group curriculum for free Oh, wow. So, I mean, there's a lot of resources out there that they can use, the churches can utilize to to start small group during Mm. this. That's good. So let's say maybe churches, I know they all have to go online or they're trying to do online more. What what should they not do when they're trying to organize this, implement this and and doing more online? Because I mean, some will say, well, we're going to be stay at homes are already over. It's, it's going to be over soon, so uh, we don't need to do this anymore. But are there any suggestions you would say not to do? Yeah, um, I think it just comes from our experience and our mis- the mistakes that we've made. Um, and we've made this mistake in the earlier part of our online ministry, which I wasn't there for that part. Um, so it's not but- your fault. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, but one of the mistakes that we had was trying to control online small groups. Mm. Um, What do you mean by that? I think we have the, I've always said that online ministry is an amplifier, um, meaning it's reveal things that are, you're already doing good. And it's going to reveal things that you're already doing bad. Mm. And it reveals a lot of how you do online ministry shows a lot of your character traits as a leader. Mm. So if you are, are a leader who, are controlling, uh, which which I am part of. We talked about this before yeah. the before the show, but um, 
you're gonna try you're gonna try to control it meaning you're gonna stick it with only one method of online small groups you can only meet on zoom you can only study this curriculum you can only meet with these these people Mm. you can only meet with uh, the members of our church uh, where you're creating parameters or limitation for that group but online as a nature of, of it 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 allows for so much freedom. And if you start having them do only one method of online small groups, it's just gonna be frustrating than helping you uh, because you want this to help you, right? Mm. But if you try to control it, it will actually come back and make you very, very frustrated if you're controlling uh, in that way. So we allow groups to do text groups we allow groups to do uh, chat groups. We allow groups to meet through a Facebook group. We allow groups to do voice calls, like conference calls or video calls. And even in video calls, we don't, we don't determine what platform they should use. Mm. We just say, hey, what, use whatever platform you're most comfortable with. Mm. So we're not a bottleneck to, to their growth. Got it. No, that's good. Um, I- I think one litmus test or an indication um, it, of being controlling is you said it being frustrated, whether you are frustrated with whatever the progress or the lack of progress, uh, or maybe the small group host or the small group is frustrated with the control from you or whatever. I think that's a good sign of not a good sign. That is a sign that maybe something's not working or something's not as the best as it can be. Yeah, exactly. And you're hearing this from uh, ISTJ who loves structure and who loves, um, I say, Sam, you know this, but I love structure. I love, and it was my experience. I was frustrated with all the different formats, all the different shapes of what this ministry was bringing, Mm -hmm. but I had to come to terms with, hey, um, this is how God is using this platform to grow other people. And I had to submit to that, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to su- surrender to that. And it was a, a great time. And I think I, I've became a, a advocate now to, to let this grow, online ministry grow, mm. grow your church and, and their leader leadership. That's good. So you might have answered it with that, but let's just say if someone pushes back and says, yeah, but you know, like, that's just not real small group. This is like, if I just do it on a text thread and I'm just texting people, yeah. I'm not real small group. I'm not really doing like fellowship. I'm not growing in Christ. I'm not like, I'm not being held accountable or whatever people say. Like, what would you say to people who would say, no, that you can't have so many channels, so many ways of doing it. It's too free flowing. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? Yeah, actually, can I share a story um, regarding that? And I, yeah. I think I would actually answer that question by sharing a story. But this is before COVID. But I was working out at uh, 24-Hour Fitness, which I don't do regularly. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I went, and and this was a second, like, second level of the gym. I went up to that, and I saw someone working out with a FaceTime, like a phone in front of him and mm-hmm. and I just saw and on the other side of that screen on the other side of the FaceTime it was another person working out mm. and I saw that and 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 I was doing online ministry back then um, 
And I thought, oh, this is probably how the world is changing. This is how people are doing fellowship, or this is how people are doing friendship already. Um, and I also heard of, um, so I, our church uh, met with, our leadership met with uh, Vice President of Chipotle one time, and she, she is a young mom who has mm-hmm. a very young kid, um, Vice President of Marketing for Chipotle or something, and obviously very successful, right? Very driven. And we just met to, to hear her story about how she got connected to Saddleback, how she got connected to online groups. And she just told me, I just don't have time uh, to, to go to strangers' house and spend three, four hours a week. And she said, but by being in an online small group with friends that she already knew, who were already, who were, share, who were in a very similar stage of life, they were able to stay connected. And um, also they're not only meeting through online mediums, they Mm -hmm. are meeting every quarter physically. So I think um, the, I think people, the way relationships are being edified, um, I think is changing um, a lot. Um, certainly when I, you know, Sam, you and I are a close friend and we don't meet face to face. We haven't met face to face for a while, but when we do these zoom calls, I just feel like I'm doing life with you. Mm -hmm. So I think I would answer that question with, with this, with those stories. Um, Mm -hmm. there are, um, testimonies that are being created through this online meet medium and online small groups. And I would love to challenge that person to, to do one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, as long as the purposes stay the same, the methodology and the, the mechanism can be different because God could use so many different ways and different things. And we, then we limit ourselves or limit God even to do. And so, uh, um, this, I think this crisis has forced us to go outside our comfort zone and challenge our even understanding of church, our understanding of um, of our faith, and and really try different things that we never would have done. Because I definitely am trying new things. I've never used Zoom so much in my life ever, and so, but I'm going to still use it after this crisis. And so, when this crisis is over, and it will be over, um, whether the virus is the virus may, may be longer, but the stay at home orders are going to be start um, stopping soon. Um, in most places, it's already stopping. Um, what do you think about online small groups and what's, what is that going to look like for churches? Um, what do you think is going to happen and what do you suggest? Yeah, I think um, for a lot of churches who had embraced online ministry, online small groups during this COVID-19 will, con- will probably have seen the benefits of it already enough to say, hey, we're probably going to continue to do it. So I see a very much of a hybrid model of online ministry and a physical gathering. Um, and, and I know that's going to look very much different for uh, all the different churches out there, but I think it's just going to be a hybrid model uh, where I, and just for the record, I love going to church. <laughs> like I love being in, in the worship center, worshiping with people that I know with, um, I just love that. Um, and who wouldn't, right? If if we take the example of 
live sports. If I had the time and money, I would always go watch Lakers game at Staples Center. Mm-hmm. Playing and beating Spurs, you know. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, right now, yes, not in the past. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I would very much like that. But also, I very much enjoy watching it on TV with my friends at home. Mm-hmm. So, I think church is going to look very much the same. Where I don't, I don't think online small groups are ever going to replace physical gatherings. Um, but I think it will be a very good complement. Uh, and we learned this from Pastor Rick. I think in in a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Rick talked about you know five changes that are going to be brought out of this COVID nineteen, and two of them were um, anytime accessibility of the church and anywhere availability of the church. And those things are time and and space uh, things that could be helped by online ministry. People can access your church, access your small group anytime and anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just going to be a very good complement to what the listeners churches are already doing. Yeah, I think definitely it's a, a strategy that we definitely will have to use, um, even though maybe people don't want to use it. So I think finding that balance of like, um, especially in the beginning with these stay at home orders kind of um, stopping, I think uh, people are going to be a little bit hesitant of like, I don't know if I want to go. So let's still do zoom for a little bit until it's really safe or, or um, maybe mix it up a little bit. I don't know, but uh, it's definitely going to be very interesting. Um, But I think the technology is very important still and how we can still um, like, I'm going to use it for different meetings that we have. If it's a larger group meeting, um, more than like 20 people, 30 people, but um, yeah. Yeah. I think um, Jay Cranda, he was on your podcast. Yeah. uh, weeks ago but one example that he shared with me that helps me to picture this is like an example of a retail store that had gone online like say for example like home depot uh, homedepot.com doesn't compete with home depot a retail store mm. right they are there to serve the customers uh, in the same way uh, in 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 two different ways so i think a lot of churches are going to look like that that's good so let's say what is some suggestion that one practical thing that churches can do or should do when they think through online small groups yeah i think i don't know if it's it will be a a practical one but i do want to challenge your listeners um we have listeners um who are leaders of the churches and in various ministry and businesses and i would love for them to think of just trying online ministry in mm. online groups. I know there are going to be some churches out there, church leaders that are out there who are just trying to hold tight until everything's over, right? Mm. And we are just saying repeatedly, we want to go back to the normal. We want to go back to the normal. But I've heard um, Stephen Furtick, I think, said this, where we're not going back to normal as mm-hmm. we know it, but we're going into a new normal, right? Um, and I think... Um, online ministry, I feel like, will, is here to stay <laughs> and will help you if you use it right. Um, yeah. So I just want to challenge your, your listeners to, to try it, explore some, some thoughts, uh, some things, and see your church grow. Yeah, I think uh, that's good because I think you're right. Like People are trying to go back 
Um, and I don't think we can go back unless there's a vaccine where we could right. literally go back to everything we were doing and trying until this, we know that there's no threat, but this is the new normal. And so I think we need to embrace it and uh, not try to fight it or grumble against it or complain, or, but just embrace it, um, try to utilize it the best we can based on our resources, based on our whatever, and see what God can do. Because um, like we did, like you talked about, drive-through communion, and it was, who would have thought of that we would ever do that? Like that is the weirdest thing, but it was the best thing. And we got to see a lot of people and do ministry and, and really be the church, even if we didn't have the traditional way of doing it. So yeah, I think it's, it's a new season, a new normal. And I think those who are able to adapt and be flexible are going to really thrive. Yeah. So last question, serious question. Um, NBA season, is it canceled or are they going to go to the playoffs? I think they're going to go. I think, I think um, I heard LA Lakers and I mean, LA Lakers and Clippers are like resuming their practice pretty soon. I mean, I think if teams in California are resuming practice, I think it's, it's going to come very, very, very soon. And we'll see Lakers beat Spurs again. I want the season to be canceled <laughs> just because I can say the Spurs have never missed the playoff the Spurs, in 22 years. Spurs any close to making it? No, they're not close at all. It would be, <laughs> it would be bad. So yeah. I would say let's just cancel the season. Let's get ready for the next year and do the draft. And let's just well, I you know, see the Lakers just go on into the finals. It's going to be an interesting one to, to I watch. Think the real sure. question is who's going to come out of the East? Uh, I hope it's Milwaukee. I'm, I'm hoping Milwaukee takes it all. Mm. And if not, I would be okay with the Lakers taking it more than the Clippers. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. But thank you, Kevin, and uh, appreciate it. Thank you. It was good.